Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey LGs, before we get into the pod, I wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, CeraVe, which is a genuine favourite of lots of us on the team. By now, we're sure you've heard of them, but if not, they're highly rated for their affordable, hard-working products which are developed with dermatologists to suit every skin type and concern. This is especially true with their cleansers, from the hydrating cleanser to their blemish control cleanser, there's literally something for everyone. Stay tuned as we're going to be answering your skincare questions, deep diving on common mistakes and sharing the lessons we've learned, all with skincare content creator and authority, Lou Northcote. Enjoy! We were just listening to Taylor Swift and I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I cancelled a meeting, I moved a filming, I did everything to be able filming. to get these tickets and I didn't get any. Hi guys! Welcome back to the group chat. Daisy and I are joined by Kate and Lou Northcote, who I'm sure lots of you have seen before because we interviewed you a mm-hmm. few episodes ago i feel like that was actually a while ago yeah it was actually a few months ago yeah my good time i know it's nice <laughs> to have you back good to have you back having me i'm excited to be doing it with all of you today yeah. Yeah. I like we and you got the memo i know yeah, i know literally god that's oh so god, funny god. we're color coordinated um i was gonna say i feel like we need to preface this episode with being like we had our summer party last night so we're yes. like a little bit worse for wear not that bad we didn't go that hard last night did we no, I feel quite fresh. You I know. Look fresh. Like, I do. Honestly, you guys not gonna lie. I felt. I felt. I feel jaded fresh this now. I felt groggy this morning, and I did wake up at about three a.m. and I was like, oh, I need water. <laughs> do you have any tips? Because I actually had a conversation with family the other day. I have one tip that oh, yeah. I think solves all hangovers. Okay, yeah, go. Okay. Order an acai bowl, and that sounds super weird. What when I you think get back? Like no, in the morning when this. you feel so bad because yeah. I feel like there's something in the acai that just like. It's the sugar, it boosts you, it's fresh, and I promise you, you feel great afterwards. I actually rate that, because I think a smoothie or something would be really good. But, like, not as not doing it as a hangover cure. I've just done it, because I'm like, oh, I fancy an acai bowl. But I always try, when I get home, to, like, down one of those electrolyte tablets that you can get. When you get home from the night out? When I get home from the night out. That's (laughs) dedication. I know, I know, it is major major dedication. Me and my um, friend... Um, Georgie who I live with we're always like we get home we're like we've got to you've got it what's that thing that meme that's like you've got to keep drinking oh. Harry Potter oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're like damn we're like yeah. this, is, this is not good oh, but it makes God. you feel so much better oh, in the morning yeah. Yeah. I just have a Mackey's when I get home like, oh yeah I did that last I night I need like well. the carbs have you seen that trend on TikTok where it's like that girl who does carbs before a night out are a must oh it's, like, yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. and well, she makes like an amazing meal no, really... and does like a really cute little cocktail yeah. for herself but what do you guys eat before a night out? Like, what do you do to, like... Oh, my God, I'm really, really bad. Like, it depends yeah. if I... Usually, I'll be like, it's fine, just stop going. Well, I think... Yeah. I feel like that's what happened just last night, because yeah. we went straight from the office. So but i got to say, the canapes were 10 out of 10. We had so croquettes. Good. We had tuna, ta- tuna tartar. Yeah, little, like, toast. Those bruschetta, little bruschetta toast. Yeah, so, so But we were honking of garlic. Oh, yeah. Everything oh, yeah. was so honking. garlic. Like, deliciously garlicky, but, like, so I was yeah. paranoid. Yeah, yeah, yeah but everyone but kept everyone, like yeah. speaking to everyone. Everyone was like, "Sorry, I smell like garlic." <laughs> yeah. And then, but and everyone 
everyone was just like, uh, everyone does, it's fine. <laughs> and the so outfits as well were like oh, so yeah, good. Outfits so good. Good. What would you wear to a summer party, like a Waxham party? I think that's a hard question because it depends on my mood, but I loved yeah. your outfit, I'm gonna be honest. Oh, like you. I would wear your vibe, but yeah. I'd always definitely wear something linen. Yeah. Like, linen. I feel like there was a lot of linen. I, linen. I feel like I missed the linen We looked like a hen party. <laughs> no, everyone was in neutrals. And then I walked in with my stripy thing and I was like, oh my God, I stick out like a sore You were the bride. <laughs> I was yeah. the bride. <laughs> But you <gasps> looked so nice. Thank you. I loved your set, Daisy. That was Zara, wasn't Zara. it? Such a steal. Yeah, you looked so nice. Thank Elizabeth as well had a um, similar Zara set. Yeah, we looked very, both of you looked very dish, like that brand dish. Mm-hmm. The Australian brand. Yeah, that linen vibe. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be on TikTok, won't it? Yeah. It will. Guys, threads, what do you think? <gasps> oh. You're good at it. All of you guys. <laughs> Wait, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. These two are very good at it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I'm too Instagram much of an overthinker Same. with what I need to put on there. That's the thing. I think you've got to strip it back. Yeah. And it is your, it's literally like your thoughts. It is just thoughts, which is bad because it's honestly like, it's just coming it's out impulsive. of me. Yeah. It's very impulsive. It's very Facebook wall 2015, 2014. Well, that's the vibe it's giving me. And I'm yeah. like, I just can't bear looking back on this in five, 10 years and being like, what was I <laughs> Yeah, I think of it as like when you're doing something, you're like, oh my god, that's so funny, and you're gonna send it to your best friend, but instead I just put it on threads. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's the internal thoughts. Yeah. But from like a, because it is such an interesting thing that it's just come out of nowhere and it's very similar to Twitter. Like from your guys' perspective as like marketing social, what's it going to be like for brands? Like I'm still seeing it just be quite personable and everyone's just doing like random. But like, what do you guys think it's going to be like? Well, I think it definitely deepens the connection, doesn't it, with the audience? Yeah, it's still very like friendly and personal. Mm. I think on there, like you look at brands like my favorite on threads at the moment is Aldi. Yeah, they are. <laughs> oh really? Are they? they are so good. I mean, generally at their socials, <clears throat> they're just so good. But they're just so funny. They like sort of jokingly beef with other supermarkets on there. Like it's like it, it's like you're talking to your friends. Yeah, really. yeah like I think from a brand perspective. For sure. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. the one thing is, it is so positive compared to Twitter and stuff, which has yeah, just become so negative. Yeah. I've never really used Twitter. Have you guys? No. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for Threads. I'm excited yeah, for these new too. apps. I never yeah. got into Be Real, but Threads is like. You never got into Be Real. Really? No, I tried. I kept downloading it and it came up as a. I just still, like deleted the app. Every day. It I comes up try. every day. And you're like, yeah. I still try and be real. Yeah, you are like, you're, you're good. Committed. Well, since we're talking about trends and things going on, we should move on to our hot list, which Lou, mm-hmm. if you don't know, it's like our pop culture trends going on, things happening in the world. The thing that literally happened, I think it's like two, three days ago, apparently Ariana Grande and her husband were split up. I know. Allegedly. Okay. Kate, we were talking about that earlier, and Kate thinks it's not true. I don't know much about this topic. Mm-hmm. But I saw a very short clip of her, I presume it was like on a live or something, doing her makeup. And then she was like, my ga- my ring's being cleaned, my ring's being cleaned. Hey, that was like six months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I swear that was ages ago. Oh, she someone was doing like her makeup dug this up then since this oh, drama's been happening. Because I remember that because she was doing her makeup and doing like a Q&A when she was promoting for her brand. And then I, I swear I remember her saying that, unless it was more recent, but I, I, I don't know. Sure. Maybe someone's like dug that up and fed it into Maybe. this drama. Yeah, it's but th- so interesting how that comes I out know. because like, yeah. but she wasn't wearing her ring to Wimbledon, right? No. Oh, really? No. Yeah, that was also Maybe right. it's and just then, been cleaned again. So but then, crazy. so the whole thing of like why they've apparently broken up is they, he apparently didn't realize how, realize how famous she was, which I think is just, it's Ariana Grande. Where have you read this? So apparently, so this is the, I don't know where it came from. It's Who's your TikTok, source? <laughs> news, TikTok, glamour, yeah. like all these places. Basically, apparently they got together in COVID, where yeah. obviously the world was not doing anything and everyone was quiet. Everyone was at home. They got married, whatever, and then everything opened back up. And I think because he, he's not famous, he 
Can you watch me do the show? Like, yeah, yeah he does. Um, but come on, it's Ariana Grande. I know, but then so I guess when yeah, they were going out and stuff. Like, it's like, yeah. also, I can understand Joe, she's super famous, but also, if you think about on the level of like, okay, I know it's not Kim Kardashian, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Walk out straight away, paparazzi, etc. You still see Ariana Grande, yeah. but not like constant, constant, constant. Yeah. So maybe in his head, he was like, oh, you know, like it's here and there. And then as you say, suddenly the world opens up more. She's properly doing her beauty again. He's like, Oh, actually, real famous. <laughs> maybe this real isn't maybe. what I thought it was. No, he yeah. probably is just like, oh, that's not for me, which is fair enough. Like, maybe he just didn't sign up for that, but like, surely you would have known that's what your life is going to mm. be like. Yeah, she is the famous. The same with Taylor Swift and um, Joe Alwyn. Apparently, that's like one of the reasons they broke up is that he didn't like get the fame, like it was too much. But, but I guess, famous but too. I guess though, that's why you get all these celebrities mm. only date celebrities mm. because, yeah. like, I've thought I've had conversations with my friends about this before, like. You, it would be so weird to date someone like so famous mm. and like you see the sort of normal people that date celebrities and you're like are you just it would just be so hard like it would be yeah, so it would be such is. a weird life like it's like Notting Hill do you remember at the end of Notting Hill when he's like going to all the um press tours and the red carpets oh, yeah. with her oh, it always yeah. makes me think of that because I'm like god it would be actually yeah. so odd but it's really invasive as well in every element yeah, yeah. like as you're say, photographed you're, with you're someone. like an extension yeah. which is okay but if you're like having a really bad day and you're like please leave me alone yeah. they're just constant mm. like it's a bit much isn't okay. it it must be hard to be fair but I don't yeah. know hopefully they haven't broken up I know. hopefully not no, until they say it you can't yeah, yeah, believe yeah. anything can that's you? like me being like I read it online <laughs> I know like, you read it on Google <laughs> I read that Ariana Grande and I still love how up. it suddenly does all these things come out of nowhere I'm like who are all of these people it's who are just like it's just <laughs> like, I'm just spreading the rumours to be <laughs> fair who are to call her daddy Zayn Malik yes like, it's been six years right since he's done any any sort of he's like never really spoken sorry no that and also, but he like doesn't ever speak. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like he was the one out of all of them that perhaps he was from, quiet. from afar seemed the yeah. most troubled as well. Mm. He se- yeah, he seemed troubled. He seemed a bit like out of the vibes. And I think he does talk about that a bit on the po- podcast that he is quiet. He is very chilled and laid back. He's and that shy. really comes to across. To be fair though, after listening to it, I thought hats off to him. He got out first. Like they were yes. clearly, they were clearly all being pulled in different directions. They were perhaps being secretive about other offers they'd had, exactly. other things they were signing. And he just thought, fuck it, I'm going to jump yeah, the gun and exactly. get out of here before all of them. So I yeah, actually don't I think really it was a big that. deal. He might have had issues yeah. in terms of being in the public eye. I mean, mm. I know I don't know if his health was 100% when he was in the band. Yeah. I'm sure mental health-wise, no. Yeah. Yeah. But no, yeah. I really respect that, that he actually admitted, like, I knew everyone was going to leave, so I wanted to do it first. Yeah. Like yeah. He said yeah. Yeah. And also, if you free. knew that perhaps... Well, a few of them were being secretive and were cracking on with their own careers. You'd be like, oh my God, I need to yeah. do that as well. But also you'd be yeah. like, screw this then. If yeah. You're all going. And he does say like they were best friends, but when you're together for that many years at all times, anyway, living together at some point, you and you your brand, get sick of your each whole other. like oh, brand. And exactly. And also I think with men as well, like mm. they were, they were obviously what, 17 when they started touring. Yeah. That's like the brain capacity yeah. of maybe like a 12 year old. Yeah, I was going to be nice, but. Yeah, and I Let's think, be honest, you know, to yeah. even process the fact they'd got that famous that quickly would take a few years. Mm. And I think the reason he's had such a big break probably is to sort of digest that and think. Well, yeah, you'd be like, you, you wouldn't really know what to do win. with yourself, you would yourself, you, when you start? Exactly. They were put together as well. I think that's the thing. Yeah. You know, they never were like, you know, like, I don't know, like McFly or something. <laughs> but they were, a lot of them were friends when, yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And they were so desperate Whereas to have like a band yeah. together. So they were like, oh, we know each other, etc. 
They were literally squished Forced, yeah. together. Mm. Also, their demographic was so young. Yeah. Like, their fan demographic was so yeah. young. So I feel like they couldn't have ever shown the tricky side of it or right. talk. They were probably never allowed to talk about the harder yeah. side of things or show the harder side of things. So for Zayn, I I mean, I have no idea, but I assume that his that was his only way out, really, yeah. of the yeah. whole situation. And it's, it's gone well for all of them that have done their own oh, thing. They're my all goodness. so different. Yeah. They're all so themselves. Like, it, it, it's the best. I mean, I would have loved for them to come back together. Hey, maybe I, they, they will. will at one point oh, to make some money. Know. Come on, of course oh, they will. Yeah. Do you think? Harry, it's Harry. They're waiting on Harry. Who was your fave? Niall. Really? Ooh. Are you not? Always an Niall girl. I think it was Harry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think it was mine Harry. Was Harry. Yeah, mine would have been Harry as well. I did really like Zayn at one point, but he was just a bit too quiet for me. I liked how, like, <laughs> out there Harry was. But that was yeah. also what he said. They branded him as this mysterious one. Yeah. And they were all branded. Like, one was the cheeky chappy, yeah. Nile was the cheeky chappy. And I think they then felt they had to live up to those personas exactly. that they weren't actually even yeah. those themselves. Yeah. 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 I love the fact that he's moved to Pennsylvania, like somewhere. And he has a, like a farm and chicken. No, but guys, he gets up at 12. Yeah, I know he's like, woke up at like midday. That's so, do this and that. no, I don't buy that. I know that's that. a bit, but like what else does he have to do? There's nothing to do in Pennsylvania. No one knows him. There's no, apparently there's no paparazzi allowed in that area oh, past yeah. a certain time. Pennsylvania's a weird place. I've yeah, been to really? Pennsylvania. Really? Everyone also, has chickens. What? Everyone has chickens. No, but like I can tell a really weird situation that oh, I yeah. went to see, so my dad's cousin lives in Pennsylvania. There's literally nothing there than houses. Scream was filmed there. So oh imagine those houses from Scream. Uh. That's like what it looks like. There's a Walmart. There's like a like a lake. And then they all basically have <laughs> a chickens. Walmart, a lake. It's a lake. so it I was like jumping on the trampoline with my dad's cousins like kids. And they were like, we were like, and then you could see over in the neighbour. And oh. he was there sitting with his chickens, singing oh. to them. Singing to them. Oh I'm God, like not really joking. Sweet. And he had Taylor Swift posters oh, in his yeah. bedroom. Swifty. Really? I, swear, <laughs> I, swear, I swear down. I was like, oh, okay, this is Pennsylvania. Oh my God. <laughs> I just can't picture him there, but it must well, be a nice quiet life for him. If that's what, if it's a quiet. Exactly. And he just talks about existence. all he cares so about is his child. Happened with him and. Um, yes. Um, Yolanda. Yolanda. Yes, Yolanda. That's what I was going to say. So he very, very lightly mentions it. Because yeah. his whole thing is... I didn't is, get to the end of the plot, No, neither did I. No. Didn't, I his didn't whole thing is he doesn't want to say anything that his daughter is going to read in the press in 10 years' time and think, why so did my so dad care about my mum? No. Um, but he stayed silent. And I really respect that, that he didn't go back in the press and say, like, no, this is what happened. Mm. No, this is what happened. Mm. Um, so he, he does mention that a little bit. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do think on the subject of Call Her Daddy, Alex Cooper is such a good host oh, for... Yes that kind of interview she's just the way she asks the questions and the yeah. way she speaks to people and gets people to open up without really like pressing for her. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah. she's, she's just so she's so chilled about yeah. it and it mm. makes everyone else I feel so chilled because I don't think I couldn't see Zayn on any other podcast talking about no. that I think every all the celebrities know now that if you're going to do one it's going to be do that, that one yeah. Yeah. but she's like done it in a good way kind of how it like you guys have it sounds like, but like how we're sitting on the sofa this is chill mm. sometimes they're so like you're just Sat in the, the studio table. like this yeah. and you just feel like you're on the news and it's not a vibe <laughs> yeah, where she sits there in her tracksuit and I love how she got like engaged was yes. in her tracksuit because her boyfriend knew that that was like how she felt most comfortable and how sweet that, that he literally like said to her like this is your most comfortable outfit and she just sits there like on her chair like like legs crossed she yeah. has the really best sweet. job in the world she really does yeah it's super cool um, also so obviously we we were just listening to Taylor Swift in the office before this. I know you're not a Swifty. Daisy's I not know, a Swifty. I'm, I'm a no, Swifty. don't worry. Oh, you? I thought you said. What? What? I went, <laughs> <the most laughs> Daisy. One. I went when I was younger. I love this. What? Oh my Which God, one? I, I, used I thought um, you were. I'm so now. sorry. 
Speaking yeah. of like early writing. Oh, no, we were just talking I'm about not how you love that. Wait, but like, what era I, was that then? That was she's when had I was, a few eras. That was when I was in like year seven. Yeah, that was a that that was that is country. Country. That's the best. Like not quite. That's fearless. Okay, just a little bit. Country. Speak now, and fearless. I love. They're my yeah. two favorites. But I so just to give a bit of context to people who don't, I'm sure everyone knows this. But basically, her music was sold to someone without her knowing. Mm, yeah. And so she's had to re-record all of it, which is like a really cool thing. So if it says Taylor's version at the end, it's her re-recording music that she owns. And as fans, like that's the only music we will listen to. Basically, yeah. See, because, I'm not that much of a Swifty. But it's just it's just <laughs> so like to hear because we were listening to the, one of the originals on the radio earlier. But when you listen to the r- new ones, it's just so interesting to like hear her like matured voice and like the way she's changed it and done things. <laughs> no, but you genuinely, like, no, imagine Justin Bieber singing Baby yeah, okay, in his voice fair, now. Okay, You'd be like, yeah. fuck, I'm gonna cry yeah. about this. But it's she wait, treat then? So like, what you can songs tell. is she singing? All of, she's, all she's of them. All the but you know, um, but you can tell, Seriously? you can tell it's like a more grown up version of the yeah. songs, well, which you know, is the what's lyrics so weird. Changed. Yes. Um, what was the li- the original lyrics? So, Better Than Revenge. Don't know, yeah. in, in the song Better Than Revenge, yeah. she got hate for it being a bit misogynistic. So the lyrics were, she's not a saint. No, she's not what you think. She's an actress. She's better known for the things that she Stars does on the mattress. mattress. Right? <laughs> Which people yeah. were like. That was a banger of a, of a line <laughs> to be fair. That was always like a bad girl song though. Like you've been like a boy. You've been like, on your bed with your pillow. <laughs> like, yeah, you've been like Snapchatting a boy and he's like, stop messaging <laughs> you. And you're just... But oh I guess God. the whole the whole argument of it was that it's her like degrading a woman to being like, oh, you're only yeah. like what you a do in the in a bed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So she changed the lyrics. <laughs> I can't work out. Like, what is she I didn't doing? work. Out. I had to Google it. I can't remember. <laughs> it's something like he was no. the moth to the flame, flame. and she's where, holding the, the matches or something holds, like that. Where she oh, has holding the, hold the matches. Match it's it's yeah. just a bit much. It wasn't. She could have gone for something much easier. Very. Everyone on TikTok is like doing why didn't why couldn't you do this or this and like doing their versions of it. But I, my thing about this is there's such a double standard that mm. she has had to, not had to, but she's changed her lyrics. Drake, The Weeknd, everyone, they are so misogynistic in their songs and the words yep. and the things they call oh, women. Yeah. They wouldn't do that ever. No. And she's got so much hate for it. It's like she's a woman. Exactly. That's yeah. the problem. That's the double standard. I mean, I love it. I love it regardless, but it is quite funny. <laughs> I, can't I know. Remember I remember the, lyrics the first time I listened to it, I was like singing along in the car and then it changed and I was like, wait. Wait, sorry. <laughs> think she just annoys me fair it's enough really it's not for everyone that. it's just i just think the concept is quite I, cool she's redone it all all too well 10 minute version yes is my national anthem yeah I i've got to say it's, it's, it's just the best song oh. in the whole world the, the question is did you guys get tickets no and i don't no, want to talk about it i don't <laughs> want to talk about it i cancelled a meeting i moved a <laughs> filming i did everything to be able filming. to get any tickets and i didn't get any how oh, many devices Sartner. did you have on i only had one that's not you're not prepared enough no but that's not why I didn't get it basically <laughs> I didn't I didn't make it on the wait list so I put it on my story and it was like sob story the about it make it on the wait list hey, Tessie, don't I say that, that to me either, but it right? sounds really complicated it is very it's, it's basically to be fair because lots of people just get loads of tickets do a million like um, laptops whatever so it was to make it the most fair it's like a draw okay. you have to log um, in with exactly. one login and you can only get four exactly is it four? Uh, yeah four tickets yeah that's like Coachella is it? Yeah, but we did actually put it on like a million devices. Did you? <laughs> did you? I mean, everyone does. But basically this really nice girl offered to give me one of her codes to be able to do it, but it didn't work because I was on her account and basically I couldn't get to it. But we will, we will. We will. You're manifesting it. it manifesting will come. it. Um, but anyways, did have any of you guys seen the Wonka trailer yeah. with Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> Why are you laughing? I absolutely love that. No, I'm really upset. That sounds really dramatic. I'm but I'm actually such a Wonka fan. So yeah, am I. I no, so it's am the I. most nostalgic I just, film for me. I just, I can't. 
it's just giving me the ick. It's made me it's cringe. It's giving me it. It's yeah. like, I, no, it's not a Disney, but you know what I mean? That it looks like a Disney yeah. like, kids thing. Think, and yeah. you're like, that's not one. I, I think I it is. It's, it's made by the producers of Paddington. I was about to say that. Yeah. That's why it's quite oh, kiddie. Okay, yeah. that's now giving but me But I love Timothy. I love Timothy. Yeah, it's I love Timothy. Yeah. I don't see him in this role. No, I think it is badly cast. I and I know great. they're trying to go for like the younger one. Tom like Holland. So- no. no. Yes. Tom no. Holland would have been good. No. I stand behind Tom Holland. <laughs> it's just not right. I, but I do think every time any classic movie is remade, everyone ha- like makes a fuss about it. But, but that was badly cast. But they yeah. already, if you think about it, yeah. have remade Wonka. And yeah. I think both of them on par were really good. Yeah. They are like you know how the set was everything was like and they're perfect. both very different aren't they yeah, yeah. but it, it was like so right whereas this is just it just feels no i'm excited for it i think it'll be nice Absolutely. it's coming out christmas yeah. so it's coming out christmas that vibe is hugh, yeah, grant, they did it, like, hugh grant's the impa yeah and yeah was, that's funny that was, that's that funny weird for me no yeah. see i liked that bit okay yeah <laughs> i just i don't know i need to see the whole film i don't yeah. think timothy necessarily was the best choice yeah i did also, see a quote sorry yeah i think it's a musical yes it's meant it's, sorry, it's meant to be isn't yeah. it but i think that's this controversial, film is I'm too sorry. yeah this is too much for me <laughs> i feel like i'm gonna get very overwhelmed watching this film <laughs> yeah. and be like i think it will actually go over the adults heads and all yeah. of the kids will be like i yeah. love it but that's what yeah. i think i've seen a quote of them saying like it's for the like Unskeptic, like kids. Oh. That's why he's done it. Yeah, and that's why he, it's so fun. And it's like, it's not. I can so us. see why. Like, if I was Timothy Chalamet and I got offered that part, I'd be like, hell yeah. yeah. No, it's I mean, he's getting some bags. Yeah. That one. <laughs> but also sure. because it's just like, compared to the stuff he's done before, you'd be like, this is so fun. Like, yeah. I'd definitely do that. Yeah. I'm super excited to be joined on the sofa with our first male guest, Sam. Thank you for coming. Um, Sam actually co-founded Batch London with Julian Osborne and if you're not aware of Batch London it's created on a simple premise. Sam and Julian couldn't find a decent suit so they saw an opportunity to redefine this and create something more casual that also combated fashion waste. That's it in a nutshell. Brilliant. Yeah. Well great to have you and great to see the Batch in real life. Mm -hmm. I've seen you on socials. (laughs) I hope so. We're putting a lot of effort in so if you hadn't I'd be disappointed. Brilliant. So what inspired you to launch Batch? Quite simply I mean you've already kind of stated it already but couldn't find a decent decent casual suit so started looking into that in a bit more detail went to julian with this problem he was like oh i've got the same problem i can't find a decent casual suit either realized the timing of it was great the sort of the traditional suit has become an outdated formality it's like the number of occasions that you would wear it to are diminishing um and there's this place for something that's a lot more comfortable and do you think that was because of covid partly because of covid um, we also, over COVID, got very used to being really comfortable at home. Mm-hmm. So then we got released back out in the wild again and we got to go to the pub and restaurants in what felt like 20 years since we'd last gone. Naturally, everyone wanted to look smarter and dress up and look the part a bit more, but still retain that comfort that you get from wearing your PJs at home. Mm-hmm. So we realised the timing was great. The way that we dressed to work had changed massively as well. We'd gone from this sort of very formal in the office five days a week to a lot more hybrid in and out the office. And then naturally, when you look to start any business, you look at the different ways you can be sustainable. Mm-hmm. We started looking into the fashion industry in a bit more detail. We all know fast fashion's bad, right? But mm-hmm. it's not until you actually dig into it that you realize quite how bad it is. Six and 10 items of clothing that are made end up in landfill within a year. That's crazy, but I can believe that. Mental, right? Yeah. So if you like flip that around, if you buy four items of clothing, there's another six that go straight to landfill. And the big problem is that your sort of big retailers will have multiple seasons a year. They're always trying to combat each other on styles. 
and effectively they're guessing what's going to land mm-hmm. and they can get pretty good at predicting it but get more it often not well. they get it wrong yeah. and so what happens is that then gets discounted if that doesn't sell it goes straight to landfill so you end up with this issue that that 70 percent of the fashion waste of, of the waste from the fashion industry is from upstream production which basically means before clothing's even got into a consumer's hands it's heading straight to landfill so we looked at each other and we're like that's quite a key problem that's a significant problem that we think we can actually make a difference in so we looked at how we might solve that and for us that's making clothes to order mm-hmm. so all of our suits or all of the suits that you could try on in our shop for example are all samples okay we then collect those orders together send them off to portugal to be handmade in a batch hence the name great name and as a result we only make exactly as many clothes as we need so you cut out all of that product overproduction all of that waste yeah and also it creates a sense of hype correct because you're constantly waiting for the next batch to drop and you do that's different colorways right and yeah yeah really cool and how what about you and julian have you been friends for a while how how yeah so Ju, Ju and i met at uni yeah. we're both at newcastle university together people warn you about getting into business with like friends and family for me and julian it's been absolute bliss like we're pretty yin and yang his strengths and my weaknesses and vice versa He's really good at managing me. I can be a bit of a handful at times. So he just sort of lets me get on with it. So you had this idea, you looked more into the sustainable side. How did you then get it off the ground and into the business? Both of us came from a startup background. So mm-hmm. I was working in the drinks industry for a company called Punchy. Oh yeah, no Punchy. You know yeah, Punchy, cool. yeah. I was head of ops there for five years. Uh, Julian worked for a company called Oddballs, which is like a yep. testicular cancer charity um, both quite quirky brands as yeah well, really right? quirky and we both joined as sort of third and fourth employee which gave us the sort of basic skill set to get a business off the ground cool. like the things that people miss out on how do you do a cash flow mm. and when you're supposed to register and how do you do that and what do you do about VAT and stuff which is all stuff you can learn from asking people but we sort of had a head start with it and then equally we were very lucky that we oh, well, I say very lucky we also worked our, our little butts off to make it happen yeah. but we both did started batch while still having full-time jobs. Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. How? What was the turning point to kind of take the plunge and be like, right, we've got to go, we've got something special here. We've got to jump, you know, both feet in. We just, we'd got through our first batch of suits um, and we were leading into our second batch and I went full-time in January. And for me, it was just the right time to do it. We'd mm-hmm. got a pr- bit of proof of concept and it felt like if we're going to make something of this, like let's go for it. Yeah. Drew stayed in his job for a bit longer, so he's just gone full time. Um, and yeah, we're now we're now both taking the plunge. And how important is you touched on this at the beginning, but social strategy to your business? I've I came across you guys on social. Mm. I know you've collabed with some cool people. You've got some cool people in your suits. Yeah. Um, and we'll go on to your whole store and the concept and everything because I know that's pretty cool as well. But yeah, social strategy. How important is that? It's massive, particularly in the fashion industry. So. You can't patent an item of clothing, which basically means anyone can go and make the same thing. Someone could buy our exact suit, take it apart and remake it and put their own brand on it. Mm. So by that same logic, your brand becomes everything. And in order to build a brand in in the world that we live in, you have to have a strong social strategy. And it's a good way to put a bit more meaning behind the clothes that you're buying or wearing for it to be validated by cool people, by other cool businesses. It's a really good way to get awareness of your brand first, but then also get those sort of convergence. Like. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I don't know how many clothes have you bought off Instagram in the last like few years. Yeah it's completely changed yeah. my sort of world um and that is your sort of access to new ideas new information so we all spend probably way too much time on it it's super important to get it right yeah. so we put a big big um focus on on social and social strategy and making sure that we're building the brand that supports the physical yeah i mean it's just as can be people can say it's been just as important as the product itself right yeah big time yeah but that leads us on quite nicely to then explaining the batch process i would love to know more about that how how you decide on the colors the lead time everything really yeah so we're actually at the moment our our batches drop three times a year okay we're actually going to change that so we're going to do an autumn winter and a spring summer cool and then you can buy at any point along those six months that those suits are available the suits take eight weeks to be made. We send them over to Portugal to be handmade. So you make your purchase. You then wait for eight weeks. But that could be an obvious negative thing to have to wait for your clothing mm-hmm. to be made. That we're, we're trying to instill this idea that patience is a virtue yeah. and good things come to those that wait. So along those eight weeks, we take people on what we call a batch experience or the batch model experience where we show you who's making your suit, how it's being made, behind the scenes footage from the factory, you get to see updates of your suit going down the line, etc. And our hope is as a result, you care more about your garment because you've yeah. seen what's gone into it. Like the jacket, for example, passes through nearly 50 pairs of hands before it gets to the final product. So you just lose sense of that when you in, totally. in everything else you do yeah. in fashion. So you don't get that same understanding. You don't look after it as well. Um, and if you look after it better, the whole thing comes full circle. Yeah. Like again, not to keep throwing stats at you, but I saw a stat the other day that if you wear one item of clothing for on average nine months longer it reduces its uh carbon and water footprint by 40 percent wow i love the whole ethos behind it i i feel it's yeah it's excellent thank you so cool um and your flagship store seems to be more than just bricks and mortar you i know you've heard i've heard that you have parties we do have parties and then you have the one-on-one consultations so that i guess is coming in trying it on choosing you telling the purchaser when the batch will be ready yeah can you tell me more? Yeah, so um, we got this amazing opportunity to get a shot. We realized quite quickly that with the product that we're selling, a suit, it's really important for people to come and be able to try it on yeah. to make sure they've got the right color, the right size, that they can feel the fabric and engage in the brand. There's a lot of chat at the moment about the high street being dead. 
but our opinion is that it's not it's just dead shops filling the high street exactly and there are some shops doing it well and if you can replicate that model or create a model like that then yeah. you will, people will come exactly because i think people naturally like thirst for experience yeah effectively you wanted to create a space that you've walked into for a reason and you've stayed in for a reason rather than just like what most people end up doing when they're shopping you sort of aimlessly walk around you've walked into a shop you don't know why you're in there and you leave again you don't really know why you left and it's just a waste of time yeah so in our latest shop which we call the day to night store we've created daytime upstairs so you've got space to go and sit and work there's areas to sit and chill oh, okay cool you can try suits on we've got partner brands in the shop that you can engage with to build a bit more of a lifestyle around yeah, what we're doing you, i saw a few do you, you've got pure sports got pure sport we've got a at the moment, we've got a company called Spelth and Boxers. Yeah, I've seen them on Instagram. We, cool we're, we're a big fan of Lux Girl, yeah. Yeah, they sell 95% of their, of their boxes to women, actually. Oh, which is okay. quite interesting. That's interesting. Um, we've also got a company called Ann Sons in there at the moment. Oh, they're, they're like a menswear brand. Okay, aimed yeah. at slightly older generation. We had The Circle in there for a yeah, while. Yeah, cool. Good, big, sustainable fashion brand. And then downstairs, we built a hidden speakeasy bar in our basement. So you've got to go through a wardrobe to get to it, um, just to create a little bit of theater around yeah, it. Yeah, cool. It's like something that you remember when you go to the shop, which is what we're trying to achieve. Um, and then, yeah, we host a variety of different events. So what what events have you had We do there? all sorts. We did a Pure Sport Run Club. Cool. We had a massive launch party the other day. We've done flash tattoo days. Oh, so A whiskey good. tasting coming up. Might have to be a, a Lux Gen, Lux Girl collab on the on the cards there 100 <laughs> percent, guys come on in and what is your advice to anyone wanting to make money from something they love you your passion just i can feel it and i'm sure there are people out there that have a similar passion they want to take the plunge but they're nervous what advice would you give to them there's never a right time to yeah. start so just start because once you've started then it's in motion and it, it's it's kind of like giving birth to a baby it's there like you can't just leave it yeah you've got to look I love after that it analogy. <laughs> yeah it's there it's like you can brew it for as long as you want but unless you just get it out in the open it's not it's not going to pick up any momentum and you're not going to learn from it and you're not going to be able to make adjustments and mistakes truly there's nothing to lose that you can't get back mm -hmm. so like if it goes wrong for example it doesn't quite take off but what you'll learn from going through that process will be invaluable mm. so we know in, the, in our heart of hearts if for some reason batch doesn't work like we would have learned so much from it. You could spend 100 grand on going and doing an MBA and end up with half as much experience yeah. as you would get from starting your own business and just getting it off the ground. Brilliant, great, great piece of advice. And I'd love to move on to a quick fire. We do quite like doing this with our interviewees. <laughs> so are you ready? I'm ready, quick Okay, fire brilliant. Me. Who, what and who inspires you the most? So cliche, but at the moment, my team inspires me the most. That's nice. And like, I'm cringing as I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they're gonna cringe when they hear this, but they do. I think everyone's like super passionate. It's a really tough environment to work in a startup, particularly when it's not yours, but across the whole team, everyone's just on it and they drive me to be better. Brilliant. And one word that describes your style. My style? Your style. Oh God, that's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> really cool. Brilliant, there we go, there we go. Uh, what emoji? Trying a bit too hard. Yeah. <laughs> what emoji do you use the most? I use that little um, hand love heart emoji. Oh my God, I love that one. That's yeah. my favorite. It's kind of like, you can use it in so many different contexts. It's like a get out of jail free card. Yeah. What batch suit color would I rock? I think the baby pink. You're, oh, baby pink. Baby pink's no longer yeah. available. That was batch two. Okay. We've got some new colors coming for batch four. Have you? Which lands in 
November. Can you reveal those? No. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. All right. Which one luxury item would you take to a desert island? Um, can I take my dog? Yes. Does that count? Yeah, that's a brilliant answer. Yeah, I'd take my dog. Um, tell us one Batch London secret. Um, we've got a speakeasy bar in our basement. <laughs> Can't well, tell you any of the other secrets. No, no, brilliant. Well, Sam, thank you so much. It's been no, great to hear about Batch and I'm definitely going to come try a suit on soon. You have to. Thanks for being our first guy on the podcast. No, it's been amazing. Hopefully I'm the first of many. Yeah, brilliant. Thanks so much. Cheers. Um, should we go through what everyone's wearing? Kate, what have you got on today? I am wearing my Picante Fratelli collection white hoodie. Huh. which I'm being very careful of. Yeah, it's very clean. I <laughs> so spill <laughs> things on anything white all the time. Um, and then I've got some shorts on from Cos and my sandals. Dace, what are you wearing? Um, today I'm wearing my Ganny tee, which is very white, very clean, um, and my Zara linen trousers, which go with the co-ord. And my New Balance 530s. Lovely. What about you guys? I'm actually wearing head-to-toe remains, so mm. Phil and Danish vibes, but the same as you. White, we got the memo, but always terrified to get anything on it, so I've been very good today. And then I'm wearing my fave J.W. Anderson. I love oh, those so much. I've had them for two years. I've like, always obsessed. wanted those, and every time I see someone wearing them, I'm like, oh, They're need. so comfortable to wear down. I need so I'm wearing my Adenola trousers and a Topshop oversized tee, and I've got the matching Adenola scrunchie and my silverbacks. So lovely. Super cute. Love it. So we shall we move on no, to the things we're loving? Yes. Let's Great. Let's do it. Lou, Lou. 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 Lou.
Is so he? Cool. Yeah. Oh, I want one. I want one now. I know, I'm and jealous. I well, when we were seeing it, I was like, oh, I bet it's gonna be so expensive, but it's fourteen pounds with oh. pods, so it's actually really pretty good. And with pods, with pods, yeah, with, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and on the high street, I've just got the coolest. I was actually gonna wear it today, but I got a bit of um mochi <laughs> chocolate on the bottom of it. <laughs> um, but basically, it's a oversized tee from Bershka with the Barbie thing oh, on cute. it. Oh, cute! It says AK. I got it for holiday, but I was like, oh, it's actually so cool. And I'm gonna wear it on Friday because I've got tickets for Barbie on the day it comes out <gasps> and I'm gonna wear Brilliant. it Brilliant, I love that. Um, but I love that. And the other thing I'm loving, so I'm like more of a gold jewelry gal, but I always mm-hmm. mix, like I have these silver rings I wear every day and, and I always have silver footwear. Like I always do these backs or I do my ballet, ballet flats yeah, or I've got a pair flats. of loafers, but I don't have that much like gold, like earrings or jewelry otherwise. And I feel like it always looks a bit weird having the gold mm. and the silver. So I really want a good pair of silver earrings. And I found some really cool ones on Mango. They're like a big dome, like oversized. Cool. Kind of like the Bottega, but not that shape. So it's cool. a bit more circular. So nice. Um, so I want those on the cool. high street. Cool. Love a high yeah. street vibe like that. Um, but how about you guys? What are you loving? Kate, what are you loving? So my main love at the moment is nothing new, but my estrid subscription oh i find in the summer i'm like oh thank god for this estrid subscription because i've had it for so long i feel like so many people have had it for so long but i my hair's dark my hair grows quickly on my legs but it is the only thing that i can find that actually gives me like smooth i've not tried them nice oh my legs was it you that we were talking about this yesterday we were in the bathroom yesterday talking about shaving and um daisy was like oh yeah i just use one of those like disposable razors like how do you not use (laughs) estrid i know so good i do get rashes and things i need to upgrade my it is so good feel my leg oh oh my god amazing (laughs) yeah it's really good i have a lilac one so cute but i have the little case and like your the razor heads just arrive and you can choose like how frequently you want them to arrive okay, and so things. Handy. but it's yeah. so good and it's just like such a game changer in some also well. i want to know can you do that is there any beauty subscription like that mm. for foundation because i never oh, i'm organized enough mm. to i always run out of foundation and then i'm having to wait weeks because i, I can't either i've forgotten well i want doing. i want it for all makeup like i feel yeah. like my makeup all runs out at the same time yeah. and like any boots trip costs so much money <laughs> that's like cult beauty or someone should do that where you can put a in like your, your usual items that you always have and the day yeah and it's like every three, three months like, every three months just sold them you a get great this, idea. this this and this yeah that reminds me of function of beauty when everyone used to do yes. their shampoo because yes. that was that, that was what they did well yeah. that's function a bit like estrid that's how i like yeah. came across yeah. estrid okay. remember like all the like youtubers and stuff yeah that would be like this is sponsored by function of beauty yeah it was that shampoo and conditioner yeah i think i know what you mean yeah that's good are you loving anything else um, I have also just been away. I've just been to Italy as Where well. Else? I went to Umbria, nice. so right in the middle. Um, but I read Cleopatra and Frankenstein oh, while I was away. I was just gonna say this. I've yeah? just started. It's so good, oh. and I wish that I had a connection in or worked in film because I'm like, I have written the film. <laughs> <laughs> it is by Coco Mellers, who is I think she's a New York-based author. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is one of those books that you read and just in your head you're like I've I've written I can see the film version of yeah. this like it's all set in New York well predominantly set in New York and the characters are just so good and the way that she writes and describes the characters and their thoughts and like everything that they say and the mm. way that they look is just so funny and so like perfectly on point yeah. I kept reading it out like when we were on holiday I'd read out like a line 
to anyone that was there to listen. <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 listen to the way that she just <laughs> described this girl. Like, it's just, it's so good. And what's so funny is when I was on the plane on the way to Italy, I bought it in the airport and I got it out of my bag to read, like, half, start reading halfway through the flight. And the guy that was sat next to me was like, sorry, um, that's so weird. You've just got that book out because she's a really good friend of mine. No, I used to live in New York. I was like, oh my god, that's so weird. That's and he so was like, cool. can I take a picture of it? And he like took a picture oh, of it. Oh my god, so what a small world. I'm, so I'm a few chapters in, and it's giving normal people like it's giving really? that yeah. same kind of excitement. So I had. So it changes quite rapidly in the middle. Okay, don't please don't. Give not, it no, 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 no. I mean, in terms of the way it's written. Okay, good like to know. Like the format that it's written. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that's weird. And it starts like going from someone else's perspective. Okay. And it's it's just really clever the way that she writes it and great book. Well, I'm highly recommend. Holiday, so I feel like I need a yeah, yeah, definitely. Start that as well. Days, what are you loving? So a collab I'm loving is Sporty and Rich with Eden Rock Hotel. Oh, I've not seen it. So no, hotel, I haven't seen that. So Hotel to Cap Eden Rock is yeah. like yeah. the mega yeah. yeah. The cool There's that one picture everyone takes like yeah. in front. Yeah. You, even if you didn't know what the hotel is, you've you you've know seen the Slim that that print that exactly. everyone knows. Exactly. Yeah. Um and they have collab with Sporty and Rich. I just thought that was such a cool collab. That's clever. That's really smart. And that their, really their smart. campaign imagery is just so cool. They've gone to Oh, I wanna have a look at it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. really cool. Um I'm also loving free people at the moment. I feel like their their new stock is giving. And I actually got I got served an ad on Instagram and it was this new biker jacket they've got. It is so cool. So it's brown. So it's a brown biker jacket with white stripe down the side and sort of white paneling. And it is just sick. That sounds like a bit of you. And it's like a really thick biker jacket. And I feel like something like that will take you through to autumn, Mm -hmm. winter. So that is on the top of my wishes at the moment. It's out of stock in my size. So I'm literally just refreshing (laughs) the page. There's a shop on Portobello Road. Have you ever seen it? The one with all the biker jackets. That That's I the love. vibe it's giving. Yeah, yeah. But I feel it's like with so a long nice. white ma- maxi skirt Ooh. in summer, I just feel yes. like that would be so cool. So um, that's it. something I'm loving. Amazing. Check that out. Go ahead, check well, it we out. Want questions? Yes. This segment of the podcast is sponsored by Cerave, which we're very excited about. So we're going to answer some skincare and beauty questions um, from our audience. So the first question we've had is, what's one bad skincare habit that took you ages to break? I. I still do this a little bit now guys start, what do on. you do it's popping my spots i do not agree with it i know <laughs> it's so bad that i just can't stop and I, I get really bad scarring so that's why i actually need to use like niacinamide and things like that mm-hmm. but like yeah that's one i have tried to now stop i do like a little spot treatment or like just leave it but i'm so bad as well i'll tell you what i'm bad for yeah my nose what the pores in my nose oh no yeah guys stop picking your skin come yeah. on yeah. but that's the thing like why are we doing that why we, why do we care that there's a spot on our face like we should just yeah. leave it let it be Literally. do the right skincare yeah. and we'll be okay it's true but i think this doesn't take me ages but when i always think back about this and when i speak to my friends is in general habit people do need to kick is makeup wipes sorry but <gasps> yes why did i ever but this is what i mean them. we I used to use them did. for years mm. and we would never use one i think all of us would use like five but also yeah. i rubbed them like, yeah 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 like, i was so and then I, if I was running out, I'd like back to back them. Uh, and, oh, it reminds me of my uni days. Yeah, yeah it's bad. So. I feel like I'm at school. I need everything. Yeah. Yeah. Are you up. using I'm like, makeup? Why? Like, I'm not using makeup. <laughs> but it was actually CeraVe that got me into cleansing <laughs> me because too. it was an affordable cleanser yeah. with real ingredients. Yeah. I mean, do you remember those horrible, nasty, gritty ones oh, that were apricot flavored? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they would, would, we like, won't name them. They would <laughs> break your skin. They would literally. You could feel like someone yeah. scratching yeah. you. Or there was, you know the other end of the spectrum where they were like 
35 pounds and you just yeah. when you're young and you're so self-conscious about your skin you and also when you don't know what you're doing exactly. yeah really. it's like it's simple they're good ingredients but like do we i think we've all used the cleansers, cleansers. Yeah. yeah which ones do you guys go for i uh, use sa salicylic acid yeah good so what? that one that one's good for if you've got like normal to dry skin isn't it bumpy bumpy yeah like so sal- salicylic acid if i'm right lou you are the our skincare <laughs> yeah, you're guru you're going great <laughs> helps reduce visible bumps so what right? it does is it deals with the sebum which is obviously what bumps are created by is like excess sebum in your skin mm-hmm. um where you get bumps so it helps decrease them and balance your skin it's it's changed my it's changed my whole skincare. Mm. I used to be on Rakuten. I don't know if anyone else. Has, yeah. Have you been on Rakuten? Yeah. Um, and so after I did, I mean, I was at my wits end. Um, yeah. but it did really help. And then I just after that, I was like, right, I need to crack my skincare. Mm-hmm. And that was when I went to Cerave. All my products are Cerave, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the because I'm pretty blemish prone. I've got kind of like normal to oily skin. So I love like a gel. I think the one I use is the hydrating. I love the gel one, one, yeah. Is that the green one? Yeah, there's a green one. There's one that's like oil to foam. Yes, the foaming gel cleanser. So yeah, that's really interesting because for me, that one isn't the right one for me. I go for the blue one. Yeah, I think, well, that's the like beauty of CeraVe. There's yeah. so many different ones. And that's the one thing that people just don't remember is that like you need to figure out what your skin type is and then mm. go with a product that works for you. Yeah. Can... What's your skin type? Yeah, let's, let's diagnose you. Let's <laughs> diagnose me because, yeah. girls, I'm not your good skin with my skin care. <laughs> you have gorgeous skin, skincare. but do you... Okay, so when you come out of the shower or after you've washed your face, <laughs> how does your skin me. feel? Does it feel tight? I <laughs> So I have very dry skin. Okay. I have, I have in the past, it's actually cleared up a lot and I have had very bad eczema um, over my eyes and around my nose. If you have dry skin, you should be using things with hyaluronic acid and gel. Hmm. Okay, so I've just started using the hydrating cleanser from oh, CeraVe. Yes, that's definitely that's hyaluronic. Yeah. Which I've never, I've, I've always found it really hard to like get to grips with a cleanser for my skin because everything just makes me feel so dry yeah. or mm. sensitive or itchy and I just am so scared of using anything different. But this has felt really good fab you cannot overcomplicate it guys yeah. <laughs> definitely wear spf every day oh, yeah that's another one of mine 100 percent. and it was, was do you know where one. i got this from well it was someone didn't give me the advice i just saw this thing on tiktok of a lorry driver <gasps> oh my god i know the picture do the you? Half, and it's the half. Yeah. i have showed so okay. many people this picture so we'll link it below oh but yeah it's this. a lorry driver so obviously that half their body is always exposed to the sun through the window and it was it was literally a photo of them down later down the line where literally this half of their body which was exposed to the sun was totally wrinkled and like droopy droopy yeah. it just looked oh awful God. i and can't then, believe you've never seen it and the other side and it was basically like you know wear spf and since i've seen that photo i'm every single day because the other side is like not obviously normal but it's not at all aged or droopy at all wow. it's like like his face mm. is like and this. i saw a picture of someone who'd put it on their face their whole life and, and not, not their, their neck, neck. Oh. and their neck was really wrinkly i heard my one was also wearing spf and cerave actually have a very good spf <laughs> yeah. So I was listening to a podcast and I can't remember for the life of me who it was with now, but um, she was talking about how wearing SPF, so many people just like discard it because, you know, it's not so sunny in the UK or, you know, it's not really hot, so you don't need to wear it. But she was saying if you can see, if you're walking across the road and you can see the road in front of you, you need to be wearing SPF. Yeah. Like but that I was the, that was, and now I always think so about true. it. Like in the mornings, if I'm like gonna skip it or like I'm gonna uh-huh. skip my skincare or something, mm. I'm like, no, no. You need yeah, to and I often, sometimes on. in the morning, I'll get up and go on a run 
and I won't put it on and then I'll be thinking oh, that's so silly of me because yeah. I'm so exposed right. yeah but guys you should be applying sun cream every two hours <gasps> stop I can literally blow your mind here oh so there's God. actually two different things that sun cream protects against as well so you've got UVA and UVB mm-hmm. UVA you can kind of think of it as like that is what ages you okay so UVA actually comes through the clouds so in the UK it's always lovely and cloudy what's coming through is UVA. So that's actually what ages you and creates more wrinkles. So guys, even though we have clouds, you can age. <laughs> okay, so that's like the, mm-hmm. if you can see in front of you. Yeah, yeah. and then you UVB, right, yeah. you kind of remember it as that's what can burn you. Uh, okay. So right. that's when you're obviously like on holiday, oh. in really Mind exposure blow. of like, you have to then wear the SPF to protect your skin from being burnt. But yeah, even if you're sitting wow. in a car, you've got sun coming in. Even if you're sitting in your house, you should wear SPF because you've got windows. <laughs> Mind blown. God, every day's a school day. Okay, next question. Um, what ingredients work best to fade acne scars? Ooh. There's quite a few. Yeah, there is a few. You can definitely use like acids, which is a nice way and it exfoliates. Um, and then also uh, vitamin C. Yeah. I personally love using something with niacinamide or ceramides. They're both really good for, niacinamides are good for texture and also brightening and smoothing. Ceramides are really good for your skin barrier and like just keeping it really healthy and moisturized. Nice and nice, super, super good. And Cerave actually has their own one and it's in their like OG um, mm. moisturizer. It's called Facial Moisturizing Lotion and it has that ingredient in it and it's a moisturizer. So, That's so, so when would you easy. put that into your routine? I definitely say do that in the day. And of course, guys, wear SPF afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But also, CeraVe have the SPF in their moisturizer yes. as well. Yeah. I love it. It's because really that's good. quite good when you've got easy. it combined. Yeah. Because then it's one thing you don't have to forget. It's an easy exactly. There's there no go. excuse now because I feel a lot of people don't like wearing it because it messes up your makeup or people get spots. But for brands like this, like it just gets it right. It's not going to mess up your makeup. It's not going to give you spots. It's got all the good stuff. And in it's it, affordable. So. That's exactly. the key thing for me. What is your AM PM routine? Lou, actually, maybe you should speak a bit about like what, how it should differentiate in the morning mm-hmm. and the night. It does depend on your skin type, which is always annoying to say, but it does. I don't always think you should use a full-on cleanser in the morning because it can kind of dry your skin out, especially if you have dry skin. Okay. I have like dry skin. So me in the morning, again, simple. You just need to kind of hydrate your skin. You know, we've slept, etc. make it happy. So simple serum, something hydrating with like hyaluronic acid in it. Um, moisturizer and SPF and then obviously the difference at night you have to take off either your skincare I think a lot of people sometimes think about they're not like wearing makeup they don't have to wash their face at night definitely obviously cleansing at night is the first step and then you can again put on a serum or you can also incorporate like an exfoliant acid and things like that if you want moisturizer you can stop there and you can put an oil so I'd say in the evening is where you put more yeah Okay. And in the morning is where you make it way more simple. Yeah. I also feel like you can really tie it into like your nighttime routine and make it quite wholesome and like add in some body care and like bits like that. Because you use something, don't you? Yeah, so I body. use the SA moisturizer and that comes in a big tub or oh, yeah. like nice. just a big tube. And I find um, when I do a lot of exercise, I'm wearing gym leggings and things. I sometimes, it's, I know it's not, it's a bit nasty, but get a few sort of bumps yeah. on the bum. Yeah, it's the texture. Yeah. yeah, texture, just a bit of texture. And I put that on after the shower and it just clears everything up. 
like and also i know that people also use it if they have I don't know the technical term for it, but people call it strawberry skin. Yeah. yeah. And people use the essay, the CeraVe essay moisturizer for that as well. And apparently that's really good. Okay. So that is definitely my holy grail CeraVe product. I go bang on about it, recommend mm. it to everyone. But what what about you guys? What is your number one CeraVe product? Ooh, mine's definitely the blemish control cleanser. Mm-hmm. I really like that. So and mine, mine is still the um, gel foaming cleanser. Again, sorry, but I do love gels. <laughs> <laughs> so the one that I've been using is the green one and it's the hydrating cream to foam cleanser. Oh yeah, that's been loving that, especially for dry skin. Mm-hmm. Well guys, it's been great to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you Thanks for having, having me. It's and that so was fun. episode 12, oh. wrapped up. <gasps> Woo, here we go. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.